Welcome back Streaming to I on the Ball here. on the iHeartRadio app, this is Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera and Jay Gonzalez on Fox Sports 1450. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball. I'm Steve, he's Jay. Got our board Noah with some breaking news. All breaking news on Fox Sports 1450. Okay, so first off. You, you, you usually have to talk into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, first off, Lamar and the Ravens failed to reach a deal before his... Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens failed to reach a deal before the deadline. So he's apparently going to play this season out for a new contract, which is kind of crazy because he's already would have gotten... He already, he already would have gotten um, $100 million more million than he would have at this time last year. So I don't know what Ravens management is doing. There's been some talk about him to the Dolphins sometime in the future. But um, also the NBA is working towards finalizing an in-season tournament, which is going to go throughout winter and have about... It's going to start with all the teams, and then it's going to go to eight teams. You're going to have single elimination down to the, you know, the like some winner who's going to have some draft benefits. Or is it going to play, you said, over the course of the season? It's not they're, all they're at going once? To have, yeah, they're going to have a break in the middle of the season. It's, it's going to be like from November to December. Okay. And then, yeah, it'll go out throughout winter. All right. And then um, if you couldn't think the Rams' offensive line could get any worse, they lost Brian Allen uh, for two to four weeks with a knee injury. So that's absolutely devastating. When did that happen in the game? Do you remember? Um, I do not know. Oh. Not sure. And then the MLB uh, approves a pitch clock in the next few years. It's going to be put in place. I saw I, this. I, I, I have something to talk about with that. Okay. So the pitch clock, I'm not worried about. I, I'm not concerned about that. The pitch, it's the other stuff. What? It, the bigger shift, bases? The shift. No, no, I'm the okay shift. with the shift. You, uh, well, big I'm clock, okay with them banning the in, shift. In my, in my mind, and this is, and I played, right. I, I love the game. Right. I used to love the game, whatever. Baseball is a, is a game of strategy. Right. Strategy. You beat me, and and how you do that is your your deal. I don't like the shift. I hate the shift. I hate it. Too. But but you're going to tell me I can't do it? Yeah. Especially in a year where in a time when analytics yeah. of consistent numbers are good. Why would they do that? See that, and that's the thing. I you know I'm I I, I just wonder why hitters don't become better hitters and hit the go and the try and way. hit the ball around. Go, go you way. know who's been really good? Freddie Freeman. I've been watching him. He he's really good at that. He hit. He, he's left-handed hitter. They all shift over to the right, and he just keeps popping the ball. Twenty Gwynn. You know, yeah. Twenty. And just you know what? He hit it the other way. I, I mean, I I've got mixed feelings about it because I think that I, I, I you know, I just what I wish is I wish the hitters would adjust. Would adjust. Yeah. And so they never did. I didn't hear the bags. What are you talking about bags? They're making bigger bases. I Why? don't know how much bigger. Why? Why? I don't know. So what what's the what's the benefit of the shift change? Like what's what there, the, well, because there's so many the the hitters are just you know they load up on one side of the uh, of the field and the hitters are just hitting it into that. Yeah. So batting averages are down. Everything's about the home run and and guys aren't getting as many base hits. But so it, it's something that's been going on for like history of the game. Several though. years, not a few years. Yeah, yeah, just a few years. Okay, just but, a few years. But there, um, I, I don't like I don't like I don't like the fact that they do it. But I don't like the fact that they're making you change. Because if if I if I go to a game and scout Jay Gonzalez and if he hits five balls to the left side, ten balls to the left side, I'm going to play him to the left side. Yeah, that's my business. Yeah, I yeah, like I said, I've got mixed feelings about it because because to me, well here here and the reason they're doing it because they feel the game has gotten I get it so one dimensional. I get it, and they want they want the, you know more runs, more action, more you know people are just going there and watching guys either strike out or hit home runs. Because it's hard to get a base hit because every because the hitters aren't adjusting to the shift. Sure. So I, I think that they're just trying to say, okay, we're going to force this to be That's more it. fun and well, more what exciting. What about the pitch count? What about the the speed of the game? I'm okay with that. Me too. I me too. I mean, what was is it like? Twenty seconds if there's no. It, it's fifteen seconds if there's nobody on base. It's twenty seconds if there is. That is. I don't have a problem with it. I I I started reading it. And I got that far. I didn't I didn't read. What's the deal with the bigger bases? Why they think they need bigger bases? Yeah, we'll catch I don't that in a break. I don't, I don't need it. Okay, that's a good one. And uh, some uh, crazy stat from the NFL game last night. Jalen Ramsey allowed a perfect passer rating um, for Josh Allen in his coverage, and that includes over eight receptions, 128 yards, and then a touchdown. That, you know, they just ate those guys up. Josh Allen no. was so good last night. Yeah, Ram- he was so Ramsey good. Ramsey got cooked. Like he he needs to take. I mean, he needs to start taking accountability because he 
everyone knows he's all this talk, all this confidence. And it's like when you have wide receivers that are going up against you and just offenses in general that are that stop fearing you when you used to like instill fear into everyone that that's the, that needs to change. So, so one of our regular callers and, and listeners, zone defense is illegal in the NBA. Same principle. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. If you want, they can in in the NFL and the NBA, no more defense. I knew before the no zone, so you can't zone now. Well, you you can't zone, but it's a, it's less strict. You know, you can. It's easier to double team without being called an illegal defense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, on the on going back to the baseball thing, the infielders also have to be on the dirt. I saw. I saw on the dirt. Now, now you. Now that I got a problem with because you know you want to play. You know if Deep. This, if a, if a guy who just drills the ball sure. down the third base line every time you want to back up a little bit sure. with the shortstop, you know, or if there's somebody particularly slow mm-hmm. and you know you, you can field the ball in in the grass and mm-hmm. still throw him out. I, I, it, the, uh, this one I get. I okay, it's gone too far. It's gone too far, um, uh, and then uh, I'm just reading the the thing on the bases. It's, it says the primary goal of the change is to give players more room to operate and to avoid collisions, especially at first base. So the so the bases are going to be 18 inches square instead of 15. Well, you see what they do in softball, is it right? Well, in they softball, they put another, another base, base on first yeah. base so that you don't uh, step, step on, on somebody. And I've had that happen to me, but um, I've had it happen to me both ways. I've stepped on somebody. You know, not purposely, and I've been stepped on at first base. And uh, not really significant, but the catcher must be in position when the timer hits 10 seconds, and the hitter must have both be in the bridge box and be alert at the 8 seconds. Or mark. what happens? That's what I was wondering. Like, what, what's, what's around if, the if, someone, if someone is not there till like, 9 seconds, like, what are they going to do, stop the game and penalize them? I, I don't know. I don't, um, oh, a violation by the pitcher is an automatic ball. One by the hitter constitutes an automatic strike. Okay, there you go. Okay. Those kinds of things. I mean, I, I I do get pissed off when I see these guys step out of the box, you know, undo and do redo both batting gloves, mm-hmm. take a couple of that practice is, swings, fix their helmet, you know, grab their crotch and step back. I'm in. just I'm just really intri- in, uh, intrigued to see how this is going to affect like uh, averages and just like ERAs in general. Yeah. The shift, especially, but also just the pitch clock. If like extra balls are just being added up, or you know, extra strikes because the hitter keeps making their mistakes, then I'm just wondering. You know what's going to happen with pitchers? How are their stats going to look? How yeah, are the hitters it's going to change. It's it's going to change the game from what it is. But I I don't know. Like I said, I, I mean, I feel like with where the game is right now, I I think what they're saying is where the game is today, allowing the shift, and you know the, the way the how much time players take, it's really hurt the hurt the fan experience at the games. The thing that hurt the fan experience is all the the uh, the strikes. The strikes, the players be getting paid millions of dollars. <laughs> uh, honestly, the, it's it's all the other stuff that they don't pay. They don't care about. Uh, am I lying? No, not at all. No, I think you're fine, but I think it's funny that you <laughs> you went straight to that. I mean, <laughs> the, the, but the game itself. I mean, I just feel yeah. like it's it's hard to it's watch changed. a game. It's, it's hard changed. to watch. I haven't a game. been to a major league game in forever because yeah, it's hard to watch. I don't even when I go, I don't even watch. And I love the game, except that you're not going to tell me how to play Jay Gonzalez. If you hit ten balls to the left side, guess what I'm going to try to do? I'm going to shade a little to the left yeah. side. You know why? You know, uh, to- told you we were at Dodger Stadium a couple weeks ago and watching. I mean, they will shift in the middle of an at bat. Mm-hmm. You know, like if the if, two strikes, one strike. Yeah, two yeah. strikes, one strike. You know, the third baseman. You know, they'll, they'll be f- like like in regular positions for, and then if it's a strike. Now the third baseman will go to the other side of the field. Yeah. The second baseman will right. come to this. You know, I mean, they'll they'll switch multiple times in the middle of an at bat, and that takes time too because now the pitcher's got to wait for a guy to get him, you know, get well, back in position and all that kind so of stuff. So, my my question is, what like what defines a shift? So if you have players, you know, you know what not a, like no shift looks like, and then you know what like a shift looks like. The two so, two infielders have to be on each side of second base is what the rule is. Okay, the so you draw way, you draw a line from home plate. To second base, straight through, straight through, okay. and two infielders have to be on each side. So you, you your shortstop can go get more or less behind so second base or whatever. If but you're, you're on the line, are we going to start seeing manager challenges that someone was, you know, doing a shift? You might. You, live in? you, you could. might. That's you could. Wild. You might. I mean, that'll be the umpire's call. He's going to have to be looking to see where guys are and but make that call. I, I think you're right, Jay, though. The home plate. Uh, and I don't say this too often. But if you're going to have the shortstop in the second base area and the second baseman near the first baseman yeah. area, um, it's the baseball's, the batter's job to find a hole. To find somewhere. a hole. 
to become a better hitter. Yeah, drop a bunt. Simple, right? simple. Drop a bunt. Yeah, it's it's just simple, not simple. But, but again, you know it, it goes to Steve. I mean, it goes to the whole deal of you know with this rule that they have where in extra innings you put a runner on second right, base. Right. You never see the other team bunt the guy over mm-hmm. and get you know let's get the run home. Right. And that's what you're supposed to do. That's what I thought. Yeah. You know, you get a runner on second with nobody out. It didn't. It used to be that you always sure. bunted. No out. Unless you're you know unless your cleanup hitters up or your you know your best hitters up, you're not you're gonna let him swing away. But you got the eight hitter up there with the runner on second. Yeah, Why aren't you bunting him over? Yeah, move him over. Yeah. That's us, Steve. Go to the get off my lawn, guys. Well, I'm also, I'm also, I don't, I haven't managed him forever at any level. But um, it's, it's everyone's talking about numbers and analytics, blah blah blah. I get that. Yeah. And I'm kind of that guy too. But when you play, it's mostly by gut. Yeah. And we yeah. talk about this with the coaches: is where do you come from? Yeah. Well, some they look at the numbers, but they, it's it's a gut thing. Yeah. Exactly. No, it is. It is. It absolutely is. All right, let's get to this one last item because, uh, as journalists, all right, you know, we, if there's uh, uh, if we talked about something and then something comes up that sort of contradicts that, uh, you know, or there's a, an update to it, uh, you know, we feel we like it's it, yeah. it's up it's up to us to 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 talk about it. So today, um, uh, the BYU uh, uh, police department or BYU or just BYU administration. Um, uh, made an announcement that they that they found no evidence of uh, of the uh, racial heckling that was alleged by Duke and uh, its volleyball team uh, back in well, it's what about a month ago or so. I'm back in August. Oh, yeah. um, there was a, a player who said that she was repeatedly uh, called a racial slur when she served her her uh, I think it was her mother or her grandmother uh, uh, said she heard it as well. Uh, Duke and uh, BYU investigated it. Uh, they said they uh, uh, talked to uh, Duke athletes, BYU athletes, uh, and and fans who were sitting around, and they were not able to co- corroborate. Well, here's a, here's their statement: from our extensive review, we have not found any evidence to corroborate the allegation that fans engaged in racial heckling or uttered racial slurs at the event. As we stated earlier, we would not tolerate any conduct that would make a student athlete feel unsafe. That is the reason for our immediate response and our thorough investigation. As a result of our investigation, we have lifted the ban on the fan who was identified as having uttered racial slurs during the match. We have not found any evidence that the individual engaged in such an activity. BYU sincerely apologized to that fan for any hardship the ban has caused. All right, so that said. Um, well, we, let's, let's kind of start this, too, because we had a, a listener, right. uh, thank, thanks for listening, uh, who disagreed with what you were saying right. uh, adamantly. He and sent felt, some and notes. felt that I And felt that I had... Basically, stereotyped broad, an entire broad brush, broad brush entire group of fans, and he was after me because I didn't stop you from right, that. Okay. Right. Okay. There we go. So okay. So having said that, um, and the, the the fan reached out today and asked me to apologize, and I said I'm not apologizing because I heard what I heard and I saw what I saw that I said happened. I didn't. See, no. 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 It, it's your, in your instance. And, and yeah. In, in my instance, instance it, I, you know, and my point was, and what I said was, I've been going to I've been going to uh, athletic events for 60 years. And the only time, the only f- time, the only fan base or fans that ever that I ever heard do say or do anything racial that within my earshot mm-hmm. will be BYU fans. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not to say that other fans haven't done it, and mm-hmm. I didn't hear it. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying is that's all I've heard, and I'm repeating that because that is a fact from your from your. That's a fact. End, right now. You know, this listener basically said, well, I've stereotyped the entire BYU fan base. I said, no, I haven't. All I said was the only time I've heard it has been from BYU fans. So you take that for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it, that's, a, that's a fact. Now, we've done our part to, to, to state BYU's position about what happened over there. I will add to that, though, that the South Carolina basketball coach, Don Staley, mm-hmm. canceled a game with BYU and says she stands by what the Duke, what the Duke fans, uh, uh, the the Duke people are saying, and the Duke uh, athletic department came out and said they stand by what their athletes said happened. Mm-hmm. So everybody's saying like, you know, what well, we believe well, our course, fans, of course, and you believe yours, and that's fine. And I'm going to leave it at that. You know, I'm not going to say what I think about. The I'll just leave it at that. Right? Yeah. They conducted their investigation. They they believe nothing happened. They've lifted the ban on the fan that was alleged to have done that, and that's it. So we've we've done our part. We've we've uh, we've updated what we talked about. I'm standing by what I said. Duke stands by what they said. BYU stands by what they said, and that's it. 
Okay. So we're done talking about it. Okay. All right, enough. let's take a Fair break. Enough. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to uh, Pat Finley. He's going to talk to us about some NFL stuff with the uh, season getting full swing on Sunday. For 70 years, Benjamin Supply has been keeping Tucson flowing. Hygiene is our business. We help you achieve extreme clean. Minimize germ spreading with a hands-free sensor faucet. Forget the paper panic with a washlet seat. And speaking of waterworks, a big thanks to plumbers for their essential efforts during this health crisis. Shop our downtown showroom by appointment. Call us at 777-7000 or see all the products online at BenjaminSupply.com. Thanks to Benjamin Plumbing Supply. Time to update those old kitchen cabinets? Call the Window Depot today. The Window Depot is not only the number one warehouse for windows and doors, we now have a great selection of kitchen and bath cabinets at Tucson's best prices. The Window Depot is Tucson's top spot for granite and quartz countertops to finish the new kitchen or the replacement of that old worn out Formica. So call us today at 290-8545 or 622-6430 and our new Northwest location at 534-0720. Where do you buy exercise equipment? Arizona Health. Arizona Health. Arizona Health, of course. To feel better and look better, it makes sense to buy your fitness equipment from the people who know it better than anyone else. At Arizona Health, our goal is to help you choose the equipment you need to reach your goals. Your health and fitness deserve the best. You deserve Arizona Health. The leading edge in exercise equipment. On 22nd, just west of Wilmot. Are you an Arizona native? Well, we can make you feel like one by using Arizona native turf and landscaping. We've been around for more than 30 years, so we know the Tucson territory. We offer design, install, and maintenance services that include complimentary estimates for our services. We work with artificial turf, pavers, barbecues, irrigation, lighting, and more. We transform landscapes into quiet places of intimate reflection and perfect settings for family gatherings or exceptional outdoor entertainment. If you aren't an Arizona native let us make your home look like you are visit aznativelandscaping.com if you think now's not a good time to buy or refinance a home think again interest rates are at all-time lows on most loan programs and paul volpe of nova home loans is ready to help you find the option that best fits your needs if you're looking for your dream home or want to get cash out to refinance on a current home visit volpeteam.com that's v-o-l-p-e team.com or call 618-5626 today Neck pain, back pain, car accident, headaches, sports injury. Ornelas Chiropractic's goal is to help our patients achieve a healthy lifestyle. Combining chiropractic care with physical medicine modalities, therapeutic procedures, and massage therapy not only reduce pain, but helps the body heal itself as well as provide other health benefits. Ornelas Chiropractic, we use a natural approach to improve an individual's health and well-being. Don't suffer any longer. Call Ornelas Chiropractic today. It's that time of the year. Lots of spring and summer sports awards and employee recognition awards as well. We are once again gathering with our peers and associates, and it's time to give that special someone a creative award. Visit Creative Awards online at creativeawardsaz.com or come visit them at their Idea Center. Creative Awards. creativeawardsaz.com. This is Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera and Jay Gonzalez on Fox Sports 1450. Subscribe now to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just search Eye on the Ball. Hey, welcome welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on Fox Sports 1450. I'm Steve Rivera. He's Jay Gonzalez. Now on the phone we have Patrick Finley of the Chicago Sun-Times. Patrick, how the heck are you? Not too bad. How about you guys? We're doing well. Jay was explaining what happened last night. I'm okay with what happened last night. <laughs> In fact, I love the Bills. I've loved the Bills for the last few months. But we'll get to that later. Uh, how's it going out in Chicago? Big game this weekend? Yeah, uh, okay. I'm excited to finally have a game to play. Uh, the Bears had an offseason or a training camp in which Roquan Smith, their best player, held out and issued a statement bad-mouthing his new GM. Uh, so they got that settled. Uh, they seem to, uh, to, uh, to be ready to go here, which is great. We've had a, a way too much drama here for the last six weeks. Yeah. So do you, do you tend to have um, a decent idea of what to expect going into a season, or are you always or mostly surprised when it kind of unfolds? No, I, I think you have a, sen- a sense 
of what's going on, uh, especially the longer I do this, I, I think I can kind of see which storylines in the preseason are, are true and which ones uh, are a little fishy. Uh, you know, with the, Bear, with the Bears, I've set my expectations accordingly, uh, given uh, what they've done in recent years and also given, you know, how they've built their team this year. They're paying something like $60 million in dead cap money for players to go play for other teams. They don't have a first-round pick. Uh, they're, they're not going to be very good this season, and so I'm going into it with my eyes wide open. So, Patrick, you talked about the Bears being drama-filled. How did the Chicago Bears become drama-filled? And they suck. Imagine if they were good. <laughs> it's funny how these, these bad football teams have so much drama, and they're not even any good. <laughs> One of my first years here, Brandon Marshall threatened to box a child uh, on Twitter. Uh, that was the peak of drama. Uh, yeah, no, it was just in the case here, it was uh, their best player wanting a contract extension and not getting one. Uh, yeah, you're right. If, if you're going to be dramatic, uh, uh, you better be able to play. Exactly. Well, Smith can play. The problem is uh, not a lot of other guys on this team can. Wow. 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 Okay, so you set your expectations low. What, how's that for you? You got, I mean, we're talking an 18 week season that you got to go through uh, with an expectation pretty much that. You're going to go into a Sunday thinking they're going to lose, except maybe when they play the Texans in a, in a couple of weeks. Uh, it, it is, <laughs> I mean, uh, how, how do you keep your perspective on that and just kind of report what's going on? Uh-huh. That's probably a better question to ask me in October, <laughs> uh, in the middle of the season. But, you know, it's, it's, it's like anything, guys. And, and you know this, you know, whether it's Arizona football the last couple of years or Arizona basketball when they've been good, you know, you can find something interesting uh, in, in almost every game. And in the case of the Bears, you know, almost more important than the wins and losses this season is going to be whether Justin Fields is any good and whether the Bears can count on him beyond this season as their franchise quarterback. They haven't given him a lot of weapons to work with. So I tell you that as long as Justin Fields is upright and playing, there are major stakes, uh, major stakes for the future of the franchise uh, with every snap he takes. Yeah. So that will keep me interested. Now, if we've got Trevor Simeon, in week 11, uh, maybe I'll give you a different answer. But as long as Fields is out there, uh, boy, it's real easy to be locked in on that. It's funny. I was listening to something either this morning or last night talking about young quarterbacks after uh, what uh, what Allen did last night and the future of the NFL quarterbacks, right? So you have Allen, you have uh, the, uh, Kyler Murray, you have Trevor Lawrence, you have other guys, and, and Watson and, and the guy at, at Baltimore, but not once did they mention uh, Fields. Not once. And I'm thinking, this dude... He's pretty good. He's pretty good. You'd think that he was pretty good. Why are they missing on Fields? Just because? I, I don't know. I mean, this is a guy who two years ago was one of the most famous college football players yeah. on the planet, playing quarterback in the national championship game. Uh, you know, this is somebody who's playing Trey Lance on Sunday. You know, Trey Lance went third overall. Trey Lance had, you know, played one season and parts of two more at a one double A school. Justin Fields was the quarterback of the freaking Ohio State Buckeyes who never lost a conference game and his only two losses in his career came in the playoffs. Like there's, you know, nobody's ever uh, accused Justin Fields of being under the radar until maybe now. Yeah. And, right. and I just think that's a product of the bears putting together a pretty irrelevant season last year. And more than anything, you know, fields only played 10 of 17 games last season because he got hurt because he got COVID and because Matt Nagy decided that Andy Dalton needed to be the starter to begin the season. But uh, because of that, we just didn't see him, as often as, as we saw Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence or, you know, even Mac Jones. Shoot, uh, you know, the, ki- the kid with the Texans might have been better than anybody else last year. And, and you know, I feel like, I, you know, I see him being talked about more than Justin Fields, too. So is that the storyline this week, Trey Lance and Justin Fields, and let's see what, what these two guys have? I think so. I, you know, from, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's funny out here, you know, Justin Fields' best friend on the team is a receiver named Darnell Mooney. You know, Mooney was saying 10 days ago, like, boy, Justin's got this game circled because the 49ers could have drafted him and they didn't. And, you know, he's really motivated, you know. And, of course, we asked Justin about it two days ago. Justin goes, no, you know, the draft's the draft. It's fine. I'm over it. Uh, But, no, you can rest assured that he'll be fired up to try to prove some people wrong. And and with Trey Lance, we don't know if he's good, do we? I mean, that'll be be one of the great storylines in the NFL through the first six or eight weeks is, is Lance any good? And if he's not, is Jimmy Garoppolo healthy enough or sharp enough to, to, to go in the game and, and, and take the 49ers where they want to go? Because 
I think with competent quarterback play, I think the 49ers are probably one of the best four or five teams in the NFC. It's funny because we talk about that with Garoppolo, right? He Not too long ago, he led San Francisco to the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden he's not he's an afterthought. Yeah, he's not good enough to play. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, no, it doesn't. And, and you know, it's, it's not only that he's an afterthought, it's that the 49ers traded three first-round picks to the luxury of moving up to draft Trey Lance. And if I were a 49ers fan, I'd look at the team that they had last year and I'd sit there and go, boy, those those draft picks could have been used to acquire three really good players. Right, maybe right, right. That could have been what put them over the top. To get you right. over the top, absolutely. So you're you're over, you know, talk about drama. You're over there in that in that area where a guy named Aaron Rodgers is running around and he's doing uh, 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 hallucinogenic drugs and he was... I- ayahuasca, yeah, <laughs> ayahuasca. <laughs> he yeah. was, uh, you know, he was just in the just had stuff going on all summer long. Um, but how good are the Packers through all of that? I, I don't know. I, I, I think they're going to win the division, but that's just because I, I've, been, uh, I've been around the Packers long enough to know to never bet against them uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to, to them in the NFC North. Uh, the question for me, I guess, is how good Aaron Rodgers can make this group of no-name receivers that they have. I, I think you've seen over the years that people leave Green Bay uh, receivers leave Green Bay, and all of a sudden they're not nearly as good as we thought they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because I think Aaron, Aaron Rodgers makes stars out of them. Uh, let's see whether he can do that with these guys. But, boy, they have a good defense and they have a good run game. And, you know, you don't, when you think Green Bay Packers, you know, we always go to the quarterback first. But, you know, they are well-rounded on both sides of the ball, and, uh, and they have a lot of really good players. So you don't have Nick Foles to kick around in Chicago anymore. Uh, but <laughs> have we seen the last of him? And, and, and does he still have something left? Oh, boy, I don't know. I, I think in short spurts he might. Uh, you know, what we, saw, what we saw in Chicago was, you know, he came off the bench and led them to one of the great comebacks I've ever seen against the Falcons a couple of years ago. And then he got, you know, put in as the starter. He beat the Bucks on Thursday night football, the year the Bucks won the Super Bowl. If you remember, that was when Tom Brady was counting to four on his right, yeah. uh, and That was fantastic. And then he just kind of fizzled out. I, I, think he, I think he might continue. I think he's the world's most overqualified backup, and, and I'm afraid that it's not going to get any better than that for Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. You know, it's, I, it, as, much, as good as he did in all those situations, I just never felt like he was a six, 17 or 16-week starter. Right, a guy who could bring it game in and game out. He could flash, but uh, man, he just never seemed to be, be consistently he, he good has, over the course of a season. He has one, yeah. He has one of the most bizarre resumes and careers in the history of American sports. And, and I'm not, I'm not <laughs> over exaggerating here. I mean, if you you find me a guy who was a Super Bowl MVP, uh, who scored a lot of points. I mean, this wasn't a guy who turned around and handed the ball off. This was a guy who orchestrated a dynamic offense. To win the Super Bowl, this is a guy who got a ridiculously expensive contract from the Jaguars. And this is a guy who also, if you look at his football reference page, you'll be hard-pressed to find more than two seasons in which he's a regular starter. I mean, it's, it's, I can't think of many comparisons in baseball or basketball that matches up to what Nick Foles' yeah. career has done. And he's a pretty rich dude by doing yeah, it. Yeah, he is. Definitely that. <laughs> All right, so I, I don't know how much you talk about the AFC be, being the turn in an NFC city, but, you know, who – are, are, are we talking the Bills now because of what they did last night? Does that, did you have that kind of a feel for them? Is it the Chiefs? Who do you think uh, are we, we going to see on the other side? I think yes is my answer to your question. I think the Bills and Chiefs are, both, are in my mind, the two clear-cut best teams out there, uh, maybe in the entire league. The problem is this AFC is really tough. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I was looking at it the other day. Maybe seven of the ten best teams in football play in the AFC, maybe. And uh, there's going to be a gauntlet to get through that AFC West. I'm curious about the Raiders. I, I think our last memory of the Raiders was, you know, them, you know, beating the Chargers to end the season, and then them taking the Bengals, you know, the the future AFC champion, down to the wire in the playoffs. Uh, I wonder whether they will be even better because I think they've got a coaching upgrade. They've obviously got a talent upgrade, uh, but we'll see. Sometimes those things don't equate to to wins. Uh, the Chargers, you know, everybody always. Th- I feel like the Chargers are the team are the team in the NFL where everybody always assumes they're going to be great, and then uh, they forget they forget they're the Chargers, and, and <laughs> crazy stuff happens to them. 
you know, those teams jump out at me. The Broncos with Russell Wilson, I don't know whether Russell's lost it or not. Um, but, you know, we're going to find out really soon because he's got talent around him. You know, man, that's, I mean, you know, that AFC West alone might be more interesting than the entire NFC. Yes, let's go to the NFC real quick. You said seven of the nine teams are, are, are coming from the AFC. What about the two in the NFC? I, you know, the Packers, I think, are, are going to be really yeah. good. Yeah. The Buccaneers, I mean, let's see, what, let's see what happens with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's had this bizarre offseason, right. too. We don't know where his head is at. Uh, you know, the... You know, I think the Vikings could surprise a lot of people. Really, and, and, and then you go out, and then you go out west with, with uh, the Cardinals, who I'm afraid they're taking a step back. Uh, but then the Rams, the 49ers, uh, both those teams could be, you know, 12 and five, or both those teams could be, you know, you know, about a 500 team, maybe nine and eight, something like that, uh, depending on how things break. I, I just don't see any slam dunks in the NFC. Uh, the way I see them in the AS. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a do? You, I I don't know what you do in terms of predicting the season. You know, who's your who are your MVP candidates? Uh, you know, defensive player that kind of stuff. Who who do you think uh, comes out? Is it Josh Allen? I, I think that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, I think it'd be hard. I I think it'd be hard pressed to to pick anybody but Josh Allen right now. Patrick Mahomes. Maybe trying to prove the world that uh, that Tyreek Hill wasn't the reason for his success. Uh, you know that'd be that'd be a smart bet. Uh, you know, defensive players. I, I don't know. I, I think with Aaron Donald and with everybody on the Rams, it is so hard to repeat in 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 the NFL. Whether you're Cooper Cup or Aaron Donald or Matthew Stafford, so I'd probably stay away from all of those. And Aaron Rodgers. I mean, what do you want? Aaron Rodgers has been the MVP two years in a row. Uh, you know, and to be to be the man, you got to beat the man. Is that what they say? Something uh, like I that. I wouldn't rule out Aaron Rodgers until uh, uh, until the night of the selection. I'll tell you. Well, I'll give you a reason to rule him out. He's my fantasy quarterback. So there you go. <laughs> Kiss of death, man. Kiss of death. <laughs> you, you, you jinxed him. No, and and I realize nobody cares about my fantasy team, but yeah, I was in a league in which my my two fantasy quarterbacks are Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And I did not draft either of them above like the ninth round. Wow! Like I, I, I think these guys have gotten to the point where they're so good at boring, and we keep waiting for the bottom to fall out on right. them. The way they've fallen out with every other aging quarterback, and maybe this is the season, and it might be because they're on my team. But, uh, <laughs> but, but man, no. uh, man, man, you give you give me Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and I'll give you the field, and I'll feel pretty good about I, it. I agree with you, but now that you've done that, I'm going to have to re- rethink my picks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you got to join my league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got you got the Niners coming in uh, this Sunday, and then right out of the right right away, man, you you go to the you go to the Packers for a Sunday night game. Is is that going to be a good thing for the Bears to be, you know, in the you know the the uh, the big game of the weekend? I I think I have seen Lambeau Field in the daylight once in ten years. Uh, the Bears, when they go to Lambeau, they play a night game, and that's just kind of the way it is. Uh, boy, it's fun. Uh, there is nothing like a Bears Packers game. Uh, you know, in one day, maybe the Bears will hold up their end of the bargain. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's not going to be unusual to them. You know, what is going to be weird is this. The Bears have 15 rookies on their team. I think only 22 of their 53 guys were actually here last season. So this is a new roster. We're going to watch guys go to Lambeau who have never been there before and probably be awed by the thing. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a close game. I think, it, you know, the point spread will probably be 10 or 11. So it might make for bad TV viewing for you guys, but uh, ain't nothing wrong with the trip to Lambeau. What, what's, your, what's your over on Bears wins? I have them at 6-11. and 11. Uh, Part of it is this. is I think that they're going to play really hard. Uh, Matt Eberflus and, and the system that he brought from Indianapolis, the whole deal is predicated on hustling to the ball. Uh, and and uh, they actually grade, they grade you on how hard you run during a game, which is crazy. Uh, and, you know, that may benefit them later in the season against some lesser teams. But, you know, they finished their schedule against, I think, four out of their five final games are against teams that I have going to the playoffs. The Bills, the Packers, the Vikings, and someone else who I'm blanking on. The Eagles. So, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, the Eagles. So I think that they're, whatever sort of try-hard points that they'd get in a normal year, I don't think they're going to get this season. And I've got them at, I've got them at 6-11. and 11. Okay. 
Thanks, hey, Pat, have fun with these guys. Uh, yeah, no problem. Congratulations again to Steve on, on the big victory. <laughs> it might be my only one, but I'm taking it. <laughs> thanks a bunch. Hey, Pat, sir. thanks a whole bunch, man. Appreciate it. Of course. Have a good one. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, good to talk to Patrick. Got some good insight there. Yeah. Uh, overall, not just the, the, the yeah, players. I, yeah, I, you know. But the Trey Lance or Justin Fields thing, that is an interesting storyline for the game this weekend, mm-hmm. right? Okay, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We'll close it up uh, for we'll, Friday. We'll and oh, we picks. We got oh, we got to do our Friday picks. Holy cow, forgot about that. And then we'll close it up. So come back for our, our great picks, and then uh, we'll close out the weekend. Wildcat Nation, Jake Fisher here. I got to tell you about my winning team over at Arizona Health Insider. I was able to get a custom private health insurance plan with no deductibles, no co-pays, nationwide coverage, and I get to pick my own doctor for less than $200 a month. If you want to avoid getting gouged on the exchange and you want real health insurance, call Arizona Health Insiders, 520-850-6866. 520-850-6866. Bear down. What's your goal? A new career or career advancement? How about transferring to a four-year college? Pima Community College can help make your someday today and reach your goals affordably on your schedule. With over 100 programs to choose from and financial aid available, it's time to earn the degree or certificate you need to prepare for the career you want. PCC offers free career exploration classes so you can choose a field that's right for you. Learn how at Pima.edu. There's a place in our house. For 70 years, Benjamin Supply has been keeping Tucson flowing. Hygiene is our business. We help you achieve extreme clean. Minimize germ spreading with a hands-free sensor faucet. Forget the paper panic with a washlet seat. And speaking of waterworks, a big thanks to plumbers for their essential efforts during this health crisis. Shop our downtown showroom by appointment. Call us at 777-7000 or see all the products online at BenjaminSupply.com. Thanks to Benjamin Plumbing Supply. Great rates. Cash back. Right now, Pyramid is offering great rates on auto loans, and you could get up to $500 cash back. Buy a new or used car, or refinance your auto loan from another lender, and you could save money on interest and get cash back at closing. Visit pyramidfcu.com slash 500 for details, or to apply online. Offer expires September 30th, 2022. Pyramid Federal Credit Union is an equal opportunity lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With power surges, condensation, and other summer problems, your AC works double duty during the monsoon. I'm Ron Arenas, the owner of Picture Ox Cooling, Heating, and Plumbing. Keep your AC running right so it can keep up with help from our team. Call us at 520-440-4069. Picture Ox has been providing honest air conditioning and plumbing service to the Tucson area for over 20 years. Need more affordable auto and home insurance while making sure your family has the coverage it needs when mayhem happens? They've got you covered at the Edmund Marcus All-State Agency. Go see Edmund Marcus. He's born and raised in Tucson and a proud graduate of the University of Arizona. He's been an All-State agent for 25 years and has an award-winning agency which takes care of his clients. Call him today at 520-323-9333 for an auto and home quote and let him save you money and make sure you have the coverage you need. You're in good hands with the Edmund Marcus All-State Agency. Do you want to be part of a winning team? A-Team Security is looking for friendly, outgoing event security guards and event staff to be a part of our team. We've been providing our outstanding services to some of Arizona's biggest sporting events and concerts for over 20 years. We want you to join the action. A-Team offers a fun and exciting opportunity to work in the sports and entertainment industry with flexible schedules that are perfect for those looking for a part-time job or a second income. Come be a part of a winning team, the A-Team. Apply online today at ateamsecurity.net. Steve Rivera and Jay Gonzalez. They have their eye on the ball on Tucson Sports Station, Fox Sports 1450. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on Fox Sports 1450. I'm Steve Rivera. He's Jay Gonzalez. Now we're going to have our uh, separation weekend. Uh, God, it's only week two, and I'm already getting my butt kicked. I hate this. Uh, I, I would, hate this. I go first. Uh, you're in the lead. Yeah, you go first. Okay. We'll alternate after okay, that. Last so time you t- went first every pick, we'll, uh, we'll alternate. Expl- explain uh, the weekend. Okay, once again, uh, Steve and I are picking five games against point spread. 
uh, two college, two pro, and then we get to choose for ourselves what the fifth game is. Uh, college right, but we pro. have an obligation to the Chargers. But then Raiders. there's a, we have one game, the Chargers and the Raiders, that we both have to pick. We call that our special. And then we can also lock a game, so both the special and the lock put some added value. So you, there's a total of six points possible, all the way to a total of minus one possible. Last week, Steve got four. I got one, even though Steve only got one more game right than I got. He got the two ad, he got the two added value games correct, and I missed them both. So Steve leads me four to one already. All right, you go first. Okay, okay. So I'm going to go with my college picks first. Um, I'm going to go with UTEP over my alma mater. I think it's 16, 17, and it's at UTEP. Uh, I think they're just a better school, better, better, better team. Um, uh, 16. 16. So um, UTEP minus 16. That's an interesting pick. It's like I nobody's s- even going to watch that I, game. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I kind of do that only because I, there was no sexy game. There, I didn't there really weren't. The, the college schedule I was a little weak. I struggled to find two it games. It was a little weak this week. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon, and I'm going to stay on it until it throws me off. And uh, I'm going to take Alabama. Okay, and 20, give the 20, 20 to Texas, at Texas. That's the most points in a forever for Texas being a dog at home. At home, correct. Uh, you know, uh, Alabama and Georgia are just so far ahead of everybody else, and they yeah. showed that last week. Come on, D- uh, Bijan. Come so on, Bijan. I'm, I'm, as much as I don't want to go against uh, the hometown kid, Bijan Robinson, I just think he's going to have a tough time on Saturday against against Alabama. Um, I I. I think Steve Sar- I just don't think Steve Sarkeesian is that great a coach. Welcome Texas to the SEC. Exactly. This is how it's going to yeah, be. This is what it's going to be like. They get ready. So I'm taking Alabama, giving the 20 uh, at Texas. Yeah. All right. So okay, I'll go next. Um, second pick. I'm. Uh, I, as you said, there were just yeah. didn't seem like a bunch of games to get excited about. But I, I'm going to take this one only because we're going to be watching it at our tailgate because it comes on about the time we're going to tailgate. I wonder. I'm taking USC, oh, okay. giving eight and a half to Stanford. Uh, I know USC has a tough time with Stanford, yeah. but yeah. Um, you know the the Stanford's still out of you know I've been I've been to a game at Stanford where the students aren't there yet. Yeah, they don't, yeah. You might as well be playing in a park. Sure. So that's not going to be a factor. Sure. Uh, I think maybe USC's pretty good. Stanford, they haven't been good for a while. Um, I'm just going to. You know, and, and again, until uh, until Lincoln Riley proves me that they're not really that good, I'm going to take USC. So they're giving eight and a half at Stanford. Well, I think that's a good pick, but I I wouldn't go there because Stanford does play them well. Right. They have at times. Well, I always go back to that time that Stanford was 40 point underdogs and, and beat lost, them in lost, the college. Yeah, game. yeah, right. So there's a that sticks in my mind. But I think US if this game was over 10 points, I probably would. Just stay away from yeah, it. But think, at eight and a half, I think uh, I think I'm on. I'm on. Okay, you might like this pick. It's my only other college pick. I really don't know what to do with any of the other ones, so I'm going to go with Oklahoma State uh, minus eleven. I think against ASU. Yes, um, minus eleven. I don't know how good ASU is. I don't know how good yeah. Oklahoma State is. Right. But they're on the road. Right. Uh, and I I don't think ASU is any good. You know. Um, I, I wanted this game, but I, I, I try not to take ASU games because yeah, right. I'm rooting against them to begin with. Right, right. Then if they cover, and hate they piss more. me off even right, more. Right. So I tend to stay away from ASU games. Um, I've done them a, a time or two, and inevitably they piss me off. But uh, I, I think that's a pretty good pick. I, I think uh, Oklahoma State minus 11 at home against Arizona State is not a bad pick. So, um, all right, I'm going, my, I'm going three college games. So You are? I, Yes. That's, oh, that's right. I, I love do. college. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm taking Notre Dame. I, I think that they acquitted themselves who, well who, last who they week. Play? They're giving 20 and a half to Marshall. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I think Notre Dame's pretty good. Uh, you know, they gave they gave Ohio State a tough time. You I took Ohio get, State last week, right? Yes, I did. Oh, I love it because this is what you do every <laughs> overreaction. Week. Overreaction. The correction. The Gonzalez correction. <laughs> I'm going to call it that. Call it that. But look, Notre Dame's defense was really good. They yeah. may Marshall may not score. And if that's the case, Notre Dame will cover this easily. But uh, I got Notre Dame minus 20 and a half uh, at home against Marshall on Saturday. Okay. Okay. Uh, we got about nine minutes. Uh, just check the phones just in case. But uh, okay, now I'm gonna go to uh, go to the pro games. I didn't like the I didn't like the Ra- the Chargers Raiders game, and I'll wait for that. Yeah, I just that didn't want to pick that game. You're making <laughs> us pick that. So I'm gonna go with uh, Indy. Uh, 
Ooh, Indy's playing the Texans, I think. The Texans, yeah. On the road, but I like Indy. I, I like Indy. Uh, uh, not so much a lot, but kind of a lot. So just under that. And Texans, I really don't think they're any good. I don't even know who the quarterback is. Ex- exactly, yeah. exactly. And I like Indy. They have uh, the Atlanta, Atlanta guy. Um, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah. And, and these, uh, Bobby, is have you, is Bobby alive? I don't know. <laughs> he might like <laughs> we, this we, pick. I yeah, we may hear from him at some point. Uh, okay, so I like Indy. All right. So all right, the Colts minus seven uh, at the Texans. Um, it, well, I'm doing I'm doing similar to what you're doing. I'm betting against a team. I'm betting against the Jets, and I'm taking the Ravens again. The 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 Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna think he wants to play his ass off this week this year. Yeah, and, and make his money. Uh, the the Ravens are giving seven to the Jets. Uh, the 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 Jets are starting Joe Flacco, and the guys like. I mean, you want to talk about over the hill, right? I mean, that. I mean, you know, their their yeah. starting quarterback is hurt, so it's uh, Joe Flacco's the starter. So I'm taking the Ravens. I'm lo- locking the Ravens, wow. giving seven to the Jets. Okay. Well, I'll follow you with that one because I have Baltimore as well. Okay. Baltimore as well. I, I like for the facts that you were talking about that they're playing a bad team, and I think Baltimore's pretty good. Okay. All right. Don't my forget turn? you got a lock. You got a lock one. So. Yeah, you know, I got my next one's going to be my lock. Uh, I really like Cincinnati at home against the Steelers. Uh, Steelers, would, we didn't ask Trubisky the Trubisky question to oh, we Finney. Didn't. We did to Finney because I think that Cincinnati Cincinnati is going to be one of the better teams coming off their uh, their Super Bowl uh, performance last week Hungry. last year. Um, so at six and a half, right? six and a half at home. And who knows how good Pittsburgh is? Yeah. So yeah. Cincinnati is my lock. All right. Cincinnati is the lock, giving six and a half to the Steelers. Look right. Now our special, the Chargers and the Raiders. Um, had a tough time picking a special yeah. this week. Yeah. I, you know, uh, thought about uh, thought about the uh, the Packers and the Vikings. Thought about the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Um, but uh, settled on Raiders and the Chargers. I, I like the Chargers. I like I like uh, uh, Justin Justin Herbert. Um, the Chargers are at home, even though they're, you know, the stepchild at home over there. Um, I'm going to go Chargers, uh, giving the three and a half to the Raiders. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I went with the Chargers. I'm not sure about this pick, though. Why? Because I picked the Chargers? Yes, yes, okay, you know what? Then take the damn Raiders. No, no, right? no. Go ahead. I don't know take if them. I've ever taken take the Raiders. Go no, ahead. No. Go I'm ahead. Staying, I'm staying with the Chargers. And, and anyway, you can't you can't get any closer if I pick the same teams you do. <laughs> <laughs> we got some differences. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? So we yeah. have the Chargers and the Baltimore team. So that's two. So three of them, either you're going to make ground or, or I'm going to extend extend my lead. <laughs> All right. What's your what's your best pick? What's your, what's your best pick? Well, I think, the, I think the Ravens are my best pick. But I think uh, – like I said, I'm going to get on Alabama, and I'm just going to ride that. Um, I may can. ride that all year long. I may just take them every and year, they're every good week. When they, co- they, you know, the spreads well, are well, huge. Well, historically they didn't because they used to have such big point spread, right. but now they are so much better than everybody else. Yeah, it, it almost doesn't matter. Um, did uh, Did you think at all or flirt at all with giving the 51 and a no, half in the no. in the Hawaii Michigan game? No, I, I saw that number and I'm thinking. No, even though Hawaii's bad, I don't care about numbers. When I pick, I yeah. don't care about numbers. But that's just a lot of. That's numbers. a lot of numbers. I I took I once took North Texas plus fifty five and against Alabama years ago. I don't know ten years ago. I don't know how many years ago it was. I mean, when Alabama was already you know yeah, re- right. really really good, and I used up all fifty five points by like the first possession of the second half. They were gone. Yeah. It, 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 oh, it you was, took the fifty. I took the fifty five, oh. and it was like fifty nine to nothing. After the first possession of the second half, or something like that, it was terrible. Right. So yeah, I don't. I, I looked at it, but I, n- I never really seriously considered it. Yeah. So I might pick uh, uh, on DraftKings. I think I'm going to go with a three teamer with these picks because uh, last year I was horrible. Oh, uh, what's your favorite? Your, Cincinnati or Cincinnati? Pick? Yeah, Cincinnati. I do like Indy too, though. But Cincinnati at home against uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know what? I, I try to look at. You, you know what, what I hate about this is that you pick games. You have a tough time with your games. Yeah. And then you see other picks, you go, well, that was obvious. Yeah, right, right. And that right. was obvious. Right, right. And that was obvious. By the way, by the way, I know, Javier, you're listening. D- he, I told you he went six yeah. for six after listening to your picks and my picks. And we go, you go one, I go four. Javier, you better not use our picks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I, actually, yeah, I'm I mean, joking, of course, because yeah, that's what they're I mean, I got two for. games right. I just missed the wrong games, you know, and that, con- that cost me points. 
Oh, I, I had two chances at a couple of girls, and I picked the wrong one. <laughs> What's the point there? What's the point there? <laughs> oh, man. All right. You know what? It's a long season. This, it's, a, it's a marathon, it's not a, marathon. a sprint. No, okay? you're right. You're right. If, I'm, if I make up a couple of points on you this week. But, I mean, I look at my t- I got Alabama, USC, Notre Dame. I mean, let's talk about chalk. Yeah. Right. But, now uh, they just got to do it. Yeah. But, uh, if you know, and the thing is, if you know, if USC – doesn't cover and they piss me off. I'm not oh, picking them the rest of the year. Be I'm, a, I'm a grudge holder. Yeah, no, you're we're well aware of that. I'm a grudge holder. Yeah, but uh, all right, well, that, those I are... like it. I'm going to go with the, the Gonzalez overcorrect. <laughs> uh, every week you're going to have an overcorrection. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have. I don't know if you notice that, but you do do that a lot. Where's the skull? I got to rub the skull. I got to <laughs> rub too the skull. Late. You, uh, you can't. No. That's like saying off the record no. after you've already given the information. Oh, no, here it is. I'm rubbing. You got to do that before you I'm give. I'm rubbing your picks. him. I'm rubbing him. I'm rubbing him. I'm going to go five. I'm going to get a 5.0 this week. I may not get a perfect week, but I'm going to go no, five. See, now, five now you're witnessing a guy who desperately needs to do well because he's rubbing skulls. He, brought, he still has a grunt. Yeah, I got to touch, yeah, so touch the grunt. If I, if I had to pick, I'd probably take the under on 0.5 for his picks. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Wow. I've, I've just heard too much. You just you got know. here and you're throwing that out there? <laughs> You've been talking to Devin? Hey, I, it's one of those things you could just tell, you know. You've been, like ta- you've been talking to D. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Noah. I may not talk to you the rest of the year. Well, you just wear your it's LA fellow, hat. Yeah, fellow Dodgers fan. No, that's no, that, you know, that's a crap Dodger. That's a crap. This is a, this a Lakers hat. It's yeah, a exactly. Minneapolis Lakers. But. Exactly. All right, Steve. Um, okay. okay, let's. Uh, you know, Arizona game tomorrow. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, no idea. What's it going to What's it going to look like? Do you think uh, it's going to be a fun game to write about? A fun game to watch. Uh, I think that. Uh, I, uh, well, Sam thinks I'm a uh, Debbie Downer. I think Mississippi State covers. They cover yeah. the eleven. Yeah, two. That's two touchdowns. That's not a lot. I do like how Arizona played last week, though. If if I had to bet it, mm-hmm. okay. If they said, okay, you you're know, taking, we're going to take one. Your, we're going to take one of your kids if you don't bet the game. I'm, if I'm betting the game, I'm taking. <laughs> I'm taking. <laughs> take that one. I'm taking the points. Yeah, I can see that. I, 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 I you know, what we talk. I think you know, a forty-five, forty-two game, yeah. or yeah. you know, something where. Uh, or maybe you know Arizona scores late to mm-hmm. you know get a backdoor cover or something. Like that. I think they'll keep it close enough. I, I, I kind of don't feel the game will really be in doubt. You know, I see Arizona falling behind, kind of get you know getting you know scoring some touchdowns, you know right. getting into it, but really not having a chance. Uh, the one thing that Arizona could do is as long as they keep the ball long, mm-hmm. that means that Mississippi State doesn't get the ball. right. If they can run the ball, yeah, which you know they ran the ball well last week, you know, and they got. Mm-hmm. Four different guys to you know to run the ball with, um, you know we're going to find out a little bit about you know the, the the lines, the offensive and defensive lines, and how they hold up. If if those lines are actually pretty good and and they sh- the way they showed last week, then you know maybe they do something. But th- you know I picked them to lose last week, so I was wrong last week too. So I, I don't know. We'll I think see. I think one of the things you're going to see when you get to the game, you're going to say, God, these guys are big. They are, and you're going to say, yeah. well, What do we we'll got? See. And football's not always about being big. Yeah. We'll see. What okay. do you What do you think, Noah? Uh, like about the game? You bet, yeah. You bet. I I mean, I don't think they'll win. I I just think they could keep it closer than you know people would have expected, like last week right. before last week. But I I'd probably take uh, Mississippi State covers. Okay. So all right. See, no no one knows what he's talking. No, about. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I I just act like I know what I'm talking yeah. about. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, the it's, it's a weekend. Uh, it's, uh, we'll be back here on Monday to to uh, to wrap the game. And uh, with uh, some some great guests. So good luck to everybody on the weekend. Be safe. Stay out of the rain. And uh, we'll be back on Monday.